I was stuck at home. The weather was dull and dark. It didn't make any difference anyway, since I couldn't get out. We weren't allowed to do anything. There was just 100% of bad news within the papers or on TV. It was a sad, gloomy, heavy atmosphere. Let's say we couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We didn't know how long it was going to last, and it had to stop. Hello, I'm Claire Schwann, creative director of Maison Boucheron, and I'm going to tell you the true story behind our new Carte Blanche collection called More is More. When we start brainstorming these Carte Blanche collections, thinking about a theme and so on, there is always an analysis of the situation. What do we feel that moment? What do we feel like doing? So it's really as an answer to these questions that the collection is created. More is more is about joy. It's about color, about light, about simplicity, about casualness, out with the constraints. That means joy, because it's simple, it's not complicated. The design resulting from it is quite clear. It's about pure lines, insane colors, bright shades of red, mixing with turquoise blue. Same with the scales, it's also insane. We don't usually do that. It's about springing a surprise. Always more means a joy I take very seriously. When we pick a topic such as joy, there's no constraints in terms of design. That is something we've really managed to forget. However, there's a little apprehension about, since I picked a topic that is so different from what we're used to seeing in high jewellery, I absolutely must do almost even better than for a traditional collection, to be legitimate. And that is not easy. It's not easy to give the impression that it was effortless through the final result. The technical constraints were enormous. With this collection, we almost went even further into the details than for any of our other carte blanche collections. What I find great, and what I think is another risk that we took, is that this doesn't show in the end. That was our goal, to create a sensation of joy when discovering the collection and, in a way, without feeling the efforts, the technical prowess, all that's behind it. It took hours and hours of work to get there. And um, I hope people can forget all of that and be focused on their sensations only, on the emotion of taking and receiving that joy. Now, maybe we haven't shared only joy with the team. It's about joy, but it's serious as well. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I like to go far into the details. So when you see the pieces from afar, you get the impression they're simple. But when you look at them closely, it's a completely different story. We crafted breathtaking marketeries on cubes for certain rings. We went really, really far in terms of craftsmanship and of details in the crafting for this collection. So I may not have been that nice with the drawers, and they may not have had as much fun as the others during the manufacturing process. Let's take the pocket, for example. It can sound eccentric to imagine creating a pocket in high jewellery, which you'll be able to fix on a clothing item. 
But when we started getting into it, we realized that a pocket isn't the same thing as a necklace. A necklace, you just have to place it around the neck and that's it. A pocket, you'll have to be able to move and sit down with it on. And it will need to stay beautiful while you put your hand in it and put things in it. So it got so much harder to create than a necklace in the end. How do we do to make it not only fun? but also practical. I remember long brainstorming sessions with the juror who worked on this piece to find solutions. What I like is that at the end of the day, this doesn't show. It gives the impression it was simple, effortless to create, but it wasn't at all. There's a set of rings made of cubes and spheres. They look simple from afar because their volumes are simple. But when you look closely, you'll see Mother of Pearl's cubes, and that Mother of Pearl shows reliefs that were carved in an extremely fine manner. It's like microscopic Mother of Pearl carving. And that is an incredible work. Anyone taking this item, looking at it closely, will understand the level of demand we set for ourselves so as to make it. More is more means shared joy, infectious joy. When we brainstormed this collection, my team was in about the same state of mind I was in, putting up with the same not-fun environment, so we took pleasure from the moment we started the creative process. Then, discovering the project of the collection with all the designers, all the jurors, and so on made me feel that joy, that happiness. And just for that, I'm happy we did it. It was quite fun seeing all these sketches, all these happy, playful mock-ups, almost unreal, spread around the table. Then everybody saying, come on, let's go, let's do it. What I love is that they're all different. All the designers are different. They come from different countries, they're different ages, they have different backgrounds. And all these people get along very, very well. There's a family feel about this team, where there's no judgment at all. I'm not scared of judgment from their part, by the way. This is something I wasn't afraid of. I was maybe more afraid of what people from the industry would say about this collection. Because internally, we're all a little crazy. Besides, I'm still surprised that let me do that. There's a real trust from Boucheron. And this collection is proof of it. Being able to go that far into the creative vision, then followed by all, is something I find exceptional. It's unique. More is more means freeing ourselves from constraints and from conventions. Property, a certain idea of aesthetics, a kind of complexity, complex volumes showing off how elaborate a piece is. Whether it be because there are things that should or shouldn't be done in high jewelry or sometimes because of technical constraints, I realize we usually restrict ourselves on a creative level. Here's a simple example. If a pair of earrings weights more than 25 grams, we know it's not going to be comfortable and that you won't be able to wear it a whole evening. So we'll force ourselves to design earrings with a certain length to reach that certain weight and not go over it so the earrings stay comfortable. So we're permanently constrained, and that's only one example. There are many, many more. 
and in this collection, I didn't want to take any of these constraints into account. I wanted my team and I to design whatever made us happy, in scales that made us happy, expressing whatever we wished to express. So it was fine if the collection didn't look like a high jewelry collection from a creative point of view, because of course, from a technical point of view and in terms of preciousness, it does. But if it didn't look like what we're used to seeing in hard jewelry, it was fine. I didn't want to take that constraint into account. So we designed this whole collection as we wanted. Then we found the technical means to ensure the pieces were pleasant to wear in scales. We found fun. We worked with extremely light materials, which allowed us to craft these creations as they had been imagined, while keeping them pleasant to wear. On the giant bow, for example, we made this huge bow, red with black and white stripes, to wear in the hair. To get to that, we used a material we'd never used before, called magnesium. It's a metal that's 10 times lighter than gold. We'd already worked with gold, of course, in previous collections. We'd worked with titanium, even with aluminum. But this time, we went even further by using magnesium. So that's what that creative process was about, not caring about the constraints, going for what we wanted, but then taking responsibility for our choices and finding solutions to make it all work. More is more means a reflection on the simple, exhilarating pleasures of childhood. Children absolutely don't know what's impossible and besides, why it would be impossible. I think we create our own limits later in life. I think we lose this almost instinctive creativity over time, over the years, through hearing what should be done, how it should be done and especially what shouldn't be done. So it's not a naive approach. It was just sincerely about removing limitations. It sounds simple, but it's easier said than done. When you look at the references associated with this collection, they'll bring you back to childhood, to the 80s. At least that's what they bring you back to. Whether it be with Memphis and its systematic use of colors, it really showcases creation as a surprise. It can also be references to puzzles that I have fun with when I was younger. I would have loved this collection as a child if I had seen it as a child. I would have loved it. In the 80s, everything was fun, great fun. I lived from day to day in a pleasant environment, in a kind of lightheartedness. Yeah. More is more means joy, but a joy we had to fight for. Technical combats, fights with oneself about aesthetics, fights with materials. There were fights over time, since creating such a collection takes about three years. <laughs> it's not a walk in the park. First, this collection doesn't look like anything I've ever imagined or offered before. I barely work on the topic of colors. It's not something that usually attracts me. I'm more attracted to poetic, dreamy things. So in a way, offering such a collection was taking a risk for me. Will people understand it? Will people like it? And taking such a risk doesn't look like me. I mean, I do like taking risks. We all do at Boucheron. But this was a different kind of risk. It was not only about innovation, it was about a strong creative commitment, which is different from what we usually see in high jewelry. And even different from the high jewelry we offer at Boucheron. All high jewelry pieces are complex, whether it be for more is more or not. They're complex in any case, but it's as if we traditionally needed to see this complexity throughout volume, through harmony of colors and so on, as if it wasn't appropriate to be 
too basic, for example. As if making a collection with bowls, cubes, was a little frivolous, not sophisticated enough. Using color contrasts, like that red clashing with turquoise blue, well, no, that wouldn't be appropriate. There is other people's look that makes you think, how is this collection going to be perceived and how is it going to be perceived in the high jewelry industry of Plasma Dome? As this is an industry of traditions, high jewelry houses like Boucheron have been around for a very, very long time. These are pieces that have a monetary value. So we get the feeling that all of this means that we can't be playful about it, that we can't be joyful, simple, that it's not compatible with the joy, not compatible to make something very precious through the choice of materials, precious through the work put in it, through the number of hours spent on every piece, if the theme is lighter, more modern, and playful. More is more means a story with a happy ending. Am I comfortable with presenting such a collection? A collection that is joyful, playful, with references to the 80s and to comics? Am I comfortable with that? Will this collection be precious enough in a visual aspect? Will it be understood? Yes, of course, there were doubts, tons and tons of them. We've taken that risk collectively, and I'm very, very happy with the result, that we dared to take that path. <laughs> because we made it. We made it. The pieces are here, and I'd love to have everyone's opinion. But I sincerely think anyone discovering this collection will have that sensation inside of them, that sensation of joy. Yeah, we did it. Boucheron through stories. <laughs>